Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at you asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. On this episode, we're talking about them jellical cats and the Queen's Gambit. It's Apathetic Enthusiasm. That's right. Apathetic Enthusiasm. Cat Pathetic Enthusiasm. <laughs> cat Pathetic we, Enthusiasm. We are throwing so many cat puns in this episode tonight because why? Because we love cats. Cats are... Meow. I'm such a cat person. The, the most cat person of them all. Of, of all. Uh, of all. Of all. Oh, hi, everybody. I'm Travis. And, uh, and, I, and I am Brandon. And welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm. Uh, real quick shout out before we get going. Uh, shout out to the folks who are currently watching us on Twitch. Uh, oh, have a good day face, Matt Sizemore, and our buddy, Dominic Cobb, who we haven't seen in a long time. Shout out to you for for stopping in. Yeah. In with the early shout outs for the live stream now appearing only at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. If you want to watch the show live as it happens, uh, make sure that you head over to Twitch uh, every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for live episodes as well as exclusive post shows that we only do over on Twitch. Uh, you can also follow us across the internet on Twitter at Apathusiast. I'm at Juggalmino. He is at Barnyard Cruise. Uh, Facebook.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm Show. You can send us an email, apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. And then all of our shows, all of the stuff that we do over at apatheticenthusiasm.com. Uh, and then finally, you can support the show directly and buy our love over at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, lots of little bits over there, uh, including pre-shows and, and other fun things. Uh, if, if you don't make it on a Monday night, you can still catch the video version of this show over at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, just, you know, like a day later. No big deal. It's fine. Everything, so, everything's cool. Everything, everything, everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of the team. <laughs> absolutely brandon uh how, how the heck are you are you are you feeling good i i'm feeling i'm feeling pretty pretty good t today uh things have been going things have been going well i've got a lot of stuff going on in my, on my mind lately i've got i've got i've got a move that's going to come up i've got uh job changes that, that are going to happen i've got a D, D campaign that that is winding down uh in Ooh. and i'm is and it I, ever and i'm <laughs> just <laughs> the perfect time to add a new party member as the campaign is winding down by the way i just uh i think i, th and I think my brother brett uh has changed his work schedule again so i think i might be able to get him in uh so that, that that'll be fun if, if i can do Man, that and a five-person team yeah i can only imagine i can only imagine <laughs> only imagine uh and uh a couple a couple other things too going on uh, cyberpunk is gonna come out th this week it is already downloaded to this very computer oh. and, uh, oh. and ready to be played uh, on on December 9th upon release. How so. how how are you? How are you doing? You were saying in the pre-show that uh, you, the 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 feng shui person came and told you to box up all your pops in the background. 
they're they're coming tomorrow uh to to tell me how to stage my house for an eventual sale uh but we've been like cleaning and getting organized like we have to clean before the person comes to tell us how to clean so that we can look like we're cleaner than we are once the cleaning instructor like right obviously am i am i the only neurotic person that does this no 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 that's that's like that's like typical parent uh act activity where like whenever there's like a a party or a get together at at your house or or any company really it's like clean clean up your room like they're not coming in my room you've got to clean your room they don't you don't know And, and the best part about that is when they're like what like they're not coming to hang out in my room dad and then the guest comes over and they're like, "Hey, do you want to see my room?" And I'm like, "This is why. You, this is why you got to clean it. This, this is, you know, you you got to, you got to." Got um, but yeah, I I'm doing well. I I'm teleworking again, which has its its pros and cons, right? And that means a lot more time in this space. Yeah, which which is nice because um that it it gives me. You know, the thing that you miss when you're teleworking is that interaction, that human interaction, the ability to talk to someone, it, to kind of bounce ideas off other people, to, yeah. to break up your day. If you're just sitting there and monotonously yeah, bing, hammering bing, away bing, at the bing, keyboard. Bing, oh, ideas. So when you're home, how do, how do you fill that? How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you replace that? You play pinball. Well, obviously. You play pinball, pinball, and then when that's when you run out of quarters, uh, then you can stream stuff on 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 the internet. So I've been catching up on so many streaming shows and movies and and things like that. I've I've dug back into the original Batman movies uh, on on HBO Max. I oh yeah um, yeah I, I'm I'm steeped in Tim Burton and Michael Keaton's <laughs> essence right now, dancing with the devil in the pale moonlight. And uh, yeah, I you, no, go HBO, HBO, HBO Max. You, you mentioned HBO Max. I uh, before we get into our first topic of the night, I, I want I want to say that uh, I was I was trying to get Chelsea to watch that show with me, uh, and she wasn't interested in it. Uh, but so instead, like for a while, I, I was I was making some maps on for for the campaign for the D and D campaign, and I was like, you know, what, let's put something on in the background, uh, and so I. I threw on HBO Max and I watched the Thing prequel uh, with uh, with with my girl with my woman Mew Mary Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, and then I was like, you know what? Oh, there's Die Hard Die Hard Two, which is also a Christmas movie. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I've <laughs> never seen Die. I've I've seen Die Hard Two like once, maybe in in the mid '90s. It came out in '90, uh, and, and I don't think I've seen it since. Um, William Sadler, who plays Death in, in the Bill and Ted, right? He he's in it. He plays the bad guy. It takes place on Christmas, and I'm thinking, you know what? Let me give it a shot. And then Chelsea, I was like, Chelsea, you want to watch this? Have you seen this before? She's like, I I, I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm like, let's watch it. Um, and that that led into uh, Queen's Gambit. Yeah, yeah I, I I noticed that HBO Max has like a section of curated titles that are like their christmas christmas adjacent movies they're the movies that take place around christmas so they're not they're they're up for argument about whether or not they're actual christmas movies but it's got like the die hard movies in there it's got uh it's like friday after next or something is in there because apparently that takes place during christmas it's like a bunch of like random movies that just happen to take place during uh, the Christmas season. Yeah, um, but yeah, 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 I mean, over, over on HBO Max, uh, our, our first topic is actually uh, about HBO Max and the huge news that came out uh, in this last week. We, we've known for a little bit, a little bit, that um, Wonder Woman 84, uh, it kept getting delayed, it kept getting pushed back. Well, it is releasing in theaters this December uh, on Christmas. But at the same time as it comes out in theaters, they will also be releasing it to HBO Max, uh, available to stream if you have an HBO Max subscription. If you're thinking, hey, I'm going to go grab a free one-month trial of HBO Max just to catch this movie for free, you're out of luck. They've they've thought about it already. So you have to actually pay for your month of HBO Max uh, to get oh. this title. 
good for them. Yeah, yeah, they, they're thinking. They're they thinking. thought of everything. <laughs> um, but th- and this news was like, oh wow, okay, yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna check that out. And then very quickly afterward, they announced that all Warner Brothers, fi- well, the majority, most of the blockbuster Warner Brothers films for 2021 are all going to simultaneously release to HBO Max the same day that they are available in theaters. And there are some some really big names on there. Um, I think like the new Dune movie is one of them. Um, yeah, uh, King King Kong versus Godzilla is 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 on there. Is, is slated for it. Uh, which 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 is, I didn't I didn't realize that Warner Brothers owned Legendary Pictures. Um, but uh, but yeah, like uh, Le- Legendary Pictures, they were they voiced their displeasure with with that that strategy. Uh, and I, I think that, I think that's really what the, what the conversation here is, is about that is, uh, like, I think who was it, uh, the owner of like AMC or something yeah, like that. It was like the owner of AMC theaters, a scathing, uh, <laughs> re- rebuke of this decision, which it sounds like they, the, the folks at WB didn't really like talk to the theaters much where they were like, because I think there is some sort of agreement with movie theaters, right? As movies come out about distribution and, and exclusivity rights and things like that, where yes, we're, we're going to release this movie into theaters and and have you show it. uh, And you're only going to be able to see it in theaters, which gives theaters an opportunity to make money before it's released on other, other platforms or other, other things like that. And, and Warner brothers just like, yeah, no, we're, yeah, we're not going to do that this year. We have a better idea. Space, uh, for the- Space Jam is coming straight to the houses in 2021. <laughs> can't stop LeBron. Can't, can't stop LeBron. You can't stop Seal from coming up with coming out with another uh, another another cover. Another another banger. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. time it'll be a uh, uh, Swing Town, <laughs> the Swing Town cover of Steve Miller. It's at the Swing Town or Lido Shuffle. Lido. Oh. Like, I don't know why yeah. Seal would sing that, Lido, but that's, 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 that's awesome. LeBron, LeBron requested it specifically. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, but this, this idea that, I mean, on the one hand, HBO Max, this is going to be great for their platform because you got to think, I think what a month of HBO Max is 15 bucks or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And if you have AT&T, like the, like the, the mid tier unlimited plan, you get it for free. Right. So right there, 15, 15 bucks, I can't go on a date with my wife to the movies for 15 bucks. Even, even in a, in a COVID list society, uh, I just, I can't, can't get there. So 15 bucks to have a month of streaming services, all the Rick and Morty I can watch, you know, all the. I don't know, other shows and movies plus blockbuster films that are coming out directly to streaming. That's a great deal. Great. And is probably going to drive a lot of other people into onto their platform to, uh, to check it out. Yeah. Here, here, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, you know, I, I understand the, the movie theaters, uh, and, and the, the, the narrative of like, is is this the death of of movie theaters? Uh, I, you know, I've seen folks liken the the advent of television to be like, is this the death of movie theaters? And you know that obviously it, it wasn't the death of of, of theaters uh, when when TV came out, um, because there's still a a social aspect of movie theaters that exists, and and, and you're never gonna fully recreate that cinema experience in your home like you can get close but i mean the big screen the sound it's just yeah yeah there's something about being at the the, theater the sticky floors uh the poor the the bad seats you know (laughs) the overpriced concessions like the the guy smoking a cigar and just and just cackling in the in the in the theater Uh, yeah. Wait, where are you going to movies? <laughs> uh, Cape Terror. 
Um, but I mean that 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 that's the thing is that is I don't think I don't think movies will will die because there is a place still for these uh, to a social experience to go out and go out like on a, a date date night right uh and then and movie theaters prestige movie theaters are you know they're adding restaurants and they're adding you know little bars there they're adding things to make it more of a uh you know like what xbox was doing for was trying to do with with the xbox one which is make it an entertainment platform make it like your your go-to place for for entertainment whether it's video games or movies or television well that's movie theaters are trying to do that we're like okay you know what let's let's not just do one thing at a time let's let's do it all and so folks will just come to us yeah yeah uh mr dom cobb in the in the chat uh mentioning how movie theaters are bringing that like restaurant vibe in where like i've I've been to a lot of theaters uh in in the omaha area where they either have that like that 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 desk type thing that swivels in front of you so that you can have food at your, at your seat or it's it's almost like an actual like bar where the seats are set up to where you can like they'll like come and serve you like like at a table almost but then there's a giant movie screen in front of you and and those opportunities maybe maybe that is a way to bring in that other those other things into into the theater experience but I, the reality is for a lot of these movies I mean, Suicide Squad coming out in August. That that is going to be a huge blockbuster movie that would be fantastic to see on the big screen. Dune, another one that fans have been waiting for a really long time to see. You know, something that's probably going to have amazing cinematography and a, and a lot of the 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 visuals and the sound. I I don't have the stuff. I don't even have a 4K TV at my house. So like, it's it's not going to look as good at my house and then it's gonna like buffer in the middle of it because yeah my kids yeah. are streaming on youtube and i don't know playing and they'll be like dad Fortnite. dad dad can you can you help me unlock this this character like I, okay pause it I, pause it pa- for a second yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> you are making the perfect argument for why theaters will never go away entirely because sometimes Dad just needs to leave and go watch a movie <laughs> without being asked to do anything for like two hours. Alone. So, <laughs> so, so while this is um, sort of a shocking announcement, I, I don't believe it is truly the death of cinemas. Um, but it is really exciting for me because I'm I'm hoping by the middle of 2020, things have got, or 2021, Things have gotten better and, you know, I, I'm still hopeful, but we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen in the next year. And so, uh, it is, it is interesting that, that Warner brothers has gone this far to be like, you know what, we're going to push all this stuff out, get people on this platform. We know we can make money this way. Disney has already said that they are shifting heavily into their streaming platform. It is, it is sort of where they're focusing all of their energy and with Pixar movies coming out on Christmas day, uh, directly to Disney plus, uh, Mulan getting that Disney plus release. It's a lot, a lot of platforms are doing it and, and Netflix that's, that's always been their, their number one game. So, um, just very interesting to see how, what, what direction this will go, um, through the next year and beyond, but. Yeah, one whole whole wholehearted wholeheartedly on 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 that. Yeah, I I would like to see. Uh, I I think I think again about the overdoing it of it, the, the oversaturation of of the 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 movie theater market. You just throw like just movie theaters all over the place, and then uh, and then eventually the a new one pops up and then this one becomes now the dollar theater that nobody wants to go to unless they want to you know drink or get high in uh and it's, it's like it's like when they started rolling out the reclining chairs and then any theater that didn't have the reclining chairs you're like oh we don't go to that one i gotta yeah. i gotta put my feet up well, if i'm uh, watching a movie you know matt, matt matt's matt's here in, in the chat uh and he's talking about uh you know, he's he's trying to, he's making jokes in there, but there, uh, Burbank is is the, the 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 movie theater that we went to for a long time, and then they built a a new movie theater near our house in La Cunada, 
that that's that's the one we'd always always go to and it was like it was a new you know it's brand spanking new everything's nice and oh this is this is great uh and then another new one gets built in burbank and glendale and they're like no you know what let's go to that one even though it's further away the La Cunada one is now the crappy one, right? Now this is the trash theater. I gotta go. I gotta go to the new hotness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And and then and then it's just a giant building that is uh, dilapidated. Uh, and so so what I essentially what I'm saying is that you know HBO Max, HBO is doing what they have to do. Um, I don't think it's going to be a death of theaters. I if anything, I think it's going to make them, as Dom points out, have to evolve and and find new ways to draw people into it. Uh, one, you know, maybe you give a vaccine at the door. I don't know. <laughs> Here's your ticket and you're shot in your arm. Uh, I, I, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say movie theaters probably can't maintain the, uh, cold storage temperatures needed for vaccines. Uh, just look at their, their ice cream selections. Um, anyway, that, that is our, that is our two cents on, on direct to stream movies. One movie that maybe should have gone directly to streaming, uh, but is now available to stream is the Andrew Lloyd Webber classic, uh, the the film version of Cats. This this is not this is not a topic I ever expected to discuss <laughs> on this podcast. Actual um, like actual topic. Yeah, yeah, Be- actual topic. Uh, because because we did talk about this at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, if you recall, it was it was the same time we talked about uh, Tiger King. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, sure. Uh, uh, because because I, I did the I did the Photoshop of Tiger King laying down with Taylor Swift as a cat. I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, but at the time, the movie had come out, and all I saw on Twitter was was people just just uh, going after it. Uh, in in saying it's so bad that you have to watch it, and then I I went on vacation and I hung out with my my brother Brett, and him and I would were drinking and we were listening to the the soundtrack, and it was just and so him and I would just say Jellicle can and Jellicle do, just to each other randomly, <laughs> yeah, uh, and it so it's on HBO Max now. Yeah, F available, avail- you know, what What else do you have to lose other than two hours of your life, right? <laughs> um, I, I want to know before we talk about the yeah. the movie, what is your history with Cats? Have you seen any production of Cats before? Have is Is this your introduction into Cats? Or are you like a closet diehard Cats fan? <laughs> this, this, uh... This is my introduction to cats. Uh, I I never saw it in the theater, as, you know, as, as far as the, the musical goes. Uh, I always wondered when the musical came out. What? <laughs> what? 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 Why? Why? And, and I'm a, and I'm a theater kid. Uh, yeah. But but musicals aren't aren't the things that that jump out to me like cats is <laughs> like cats do. Uh, right so, and and so I I knew of it. I knew that the costumes were 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 flamboyant and bombastic, and everyone was dressed up like weird versions of cats. And I had no interest whatsoever in in seeing it. Even less interest when the movie came out. Uh, and yet here here we are. What about here, what about yeah, you? Here we are. Well, yeah i I am far more of a musical theater apologist. I I enjoy musical theater um and then now my daughter who is a teenager she is obsessed with musical theater (laughs) sorry your green screen backdrop is 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 taylor swift as a cat but when you switched (laughs) it to that your your positioning was perfect where like it looked like brandon the cat um so that that was amazing uh another another reason to check out the video version of the podcast everybody um yeah, my my daughter loves musicals. She had never seen Cats. She had never <laughs> listened to Cats. Um, but I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna watch this movie for the podcast. Do you want to watch it with me?" And she's like, "Yes, yes." I'm like, "It's probably gonna be terrible." She's like, "Absolutely, let's watch it." Um, so yeah, I had never 
I think the only thing I really knew about cats was um when Paul F. Tompkins goes on uh comedy bang bang as Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> And then he talks about cats <laughs> as Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, that's the only reason I know what a rum tum tugger is, uh, <laughs> or, or yeah, anything like oh, that. He's a <laughs> he's a curious cat. <laughs> <laughs> that I, it's true, it's true. Um, so this movie, like you said, the internet kind of blew up about it as it came out. There was. A lot of backlash from from the time of the first trailer when we got to see what these cat actors slash CGI uh, uncatty valley. These, I these, think these is, cat these captors <laughs> uh, what they would look like. I think they went back and actually cleaned up some of the CG like between the trailer and the release or maybe or maybe it was like after the actual film came out they like went and cleaned it up a little bit more because there were just so many complaints about the the animation in the movie and there were <clears throat> losing my voice <laughs> i got a hairball got a hairball i i th- I, th- I think you're right i think they did clean up some of the uh some of some of the animation or you know the the, C, the CGI, uh, but they you, you know and I feel I feel bad for the folks who worked in the 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 special effects department because you know because the actors are like yeah well I mean I I did what I could I was a uh, CGI into a cat but the 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 special effects guys you know men and women are like we tried what do you want what do you want for it's a what? it's a it's- it's, it's not like we're making cats. the first version of Sonic the Hedgehog here, okay? <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, so it's well, let's let's start just with the visuals. Let's talk about this movie visually because yes, it is a movie about anthropomorphic cats. Yeah. There's no getting around that. There's no that question. That is that is on the table from the beginning. But instead of traditional actors in cat costume they pushed the envelope by animating this cat aspect onto actors who i'm assuming performed in motion capture suits with like on a green screen that that's the thing for me that i don't know i don't know how much of this is actors how much of this is the result of animated graphic artists? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because and it because, hurts. Because there, there are there are some times when you're when there's like a close up on their face where you're where it looks as though that that it's it that it's just it's prosthetic makeup and it looks you know it looks fairly decent as as far as people face on cats uh ends up being the 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 minute there's like a, a mid shot of 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 a bunch of cats looking at the camera that's when it looks uncatney valley it, it like it, that's that's when it looked kind of kind of fake uh, for for certain things um like uh for jennifer hudson like whenever it's whenever it's on her and it's really close up it looks like it looks like it looks fairly decent as far as special effects and makeup goes uh one she doesn't have to dance so it it makes sense that like you just like put a bunch of mink fur coats on her and then just close up on her face and then just you know do do that makeup uh but all these other dancers uh you know and and impressive dancers in 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 their own their own way once you start looking at their face they're like oh it's it's like it's not it doesn't match up all the way or, right. or something. At the thing that I really struggled with, and like I said, we watch plenty of musicals in this house. So we're seeing a variety of different styles of musicals. We're seeing large dance numbers and things like that. The the lead actress in this movie, uh Francesca Hayward, uh Victoria the White Cat, uh is is who she is. 
she is a professional ballet dancer. I looked her up on IMDb okay. while we were watching the movie. She is a dancer. It's it's what she does, and I'm sure she is terrific at it. And she is doing a lot of ballet style moves as a white cat in in this movie. But because of how the movie is made, I don't know how much of that is like that's her performance. That is how she moved. That is how she was dancing in the scene. And how much of it is cleaned up or redone or adjusted to apply a layer of felineness to her performance. And 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 there are a lot of dance scenes and things like that where I'm like, okay, this looks like a cool dance, but it also looks kind of like bad animation. It's it looks a little bit like some cool popping and locking. And also a little bit like the scene from the Polar Express where they're dishing out hot chocolate. Like, I don't know what to believe right now. Yeah, there, there, there's here's here's kind of what I was telling Chelsea about it. Uh, about midway through, I'm feeling, you know, I I, I had a, a smirk on my face in the entire first act, basically. But I, I started getting exhausted. Because I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't handle the cringe that much for that long, and be and be and be okay with it. Uh, like at some point, in time I have to break. But I was like, I I told her, you know, if if this was a if I was in the theater and and all these 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 dancers and these singers were were doing their thing, although yes, it, I would be like the these cats are weird. They look weird. This is this is crazy. The production value of the the dancers doing it live, having so much practice, uh, the the set designers, all all the all the people in behind the scenes changing sets, and uh, I, I I think all of that is would make it more impressive and more tolerable to to me. But when you're watching a movie, when you're watching a movie version of of a musical. And they keep that musical vibe to it. For for example, uh, going into the second act right before uh, the ghosts of the town or whatever that song is that Veronica sings, uh, and, and and right after Memories, uh, before that, in it, Judy Dench is is watching all the jellicles, jellical cats do their their thing by the jellical moon. Uh, and then there's there's those pop and lock cats and everyone's just like dancing, having a fun time. And I told Chelsea, I'm like, this would be like leading into the second act. This would be like the here's where you stop. There's going to be an intermission right after the song's over. And then you're going to come back in for act two. And that's essentially what, what happens. Right. You know, memories happens. And then... well, yeah, it you have them out on the streets and exploring the street and then the whole Jellicle ball yeah, second it, act sort of where everything exists and, within that for the most and, part, and all in that that five to seven minute stretch of just dancing, it's just dancing and music, like, and it's 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 that creepy CGI. That's that's the part I'm like, I don't this this isn't this doesn't need a movie for it. Like I'm not impressed by this because you can right. do you can do a ton of different takes. If this was mm-hmm. on stage, that's a different thing entirely. And 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 we've talked about the Uncanny Valley numerous times throughout the history of this podcast. We've talked about it in movies that don't want you to even know that there's CGI. They want they want you to just believe that it's real. And I feel like we're already not going to believe that Taylor Swift is a cat or that like Rebel Wilson is a cat. We we know that James Corden is not a fat cat. At least we're pretty sure. So, <laughs> uh, you're already kind of like, all right, they have they have to work with that, but they they didn't they didn't produce this in such a way that it pushes past that. Whereas, like, if this was just a recorded stage production, you know, like that's an actor in a cat costume, and I'm gonna suspend disbelief and just go with that fact. But we've talked like this movie exists in that uncanny valley where just where you feel like you're comfortable, where you feel like, okay, that's a cat person. 
let's okay i'm let's let's do this it's a cat person like then they're like then they start dancing on a railroad track or they like do something and <laughs> and then like the scale completely flips and like is this cat a foot tall or is it three feet tall or is it six inches tall it keeps it keeps adjust and so they just keep kind of anytime you feel like you're comfortable in that valley they're like haha no uh now they can also disappear um and 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 so visually the film creates a lot of that struggle and it obviously i mean it's a movie where we're watching this for two hours so it's it's hard <laughs> to overlook visuals but now go ahead no and and again the the the, the stage uh performance of this the the costumes are are kind of uh abstract and they're um they're they're not realistic and because they're not realistic it allows your brain to be like oh eventually be like, okay i understand this isn't this isn't realistic they're not cats okay let, let's let's enjoy the other aspects of the of the show when when there's these kind of surreal moments with people in cat faces on in this movie and then the the scale when we talked about this before we recorded the scale of certain items is just all over the place <laughs> like like uh mr mistopheles the magical mr mistopheles magical mr mistopheles <laughs> yeah he, we're, we're not going to get any copyright uh, trouble no, here i hope no 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 uh although are arguably we're better singers just kidding no we're not yeah. uh but uh, the uh the he like shows playing cards right like what a cat would have a playing cards a cat would have uh and then he pulls a a, a fork out and uh, you know playing cards are are not that that not, not that big no they are about, about yay big yeah a fork a fork is like that big <laughs> whatever uh and but the fork was smaller than a single playing card like that's that's off there's there's nothing there's something wrong with that a little bit earlier uh when when uh veronica is with the two cats who break into a house and and just wreck shit for no reason uh they put a ring on her her arm and i'm like if she's a cat there that ring will not go around a cat's a cat's paw let alone a cat's arm like what's going what's going on what is happening with these this jewelry and so that 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 scale that scale kind of like always always takes me out it's it it doesn't maybe perhaps i'm gonna go out on a, on a limb here i'm i'm gonna hang in there i'm gonna go out on a limb <laughs> uh, but i i think maybe the scale bothers me more than than the cat faces do yeah there's there i will say there is a point in this film where i I let myself go with the the bad visuals and just accepted it. I I I went through the stages of 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 bargaining and accept eventually acceptance uh, with 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 the visuals. Um, and so by the end, I was like, okay, yeah, like it's the scale is going to be weird. Weird stuff's going to happen. Uh, sometimes their faces are going to move in a weird way. But this is what it is, yeah. and this is a beloved musical for 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 millions of people. So, what are they seeing in it, right? And one of those things is probably got to be the music, right? And and you talk about listening to the soundtrack with your brother. Um, <laughs> we yeah. we throw this movie on, and the opening number kicks off with the Jellicle Cats, right? Yeah. And it's we're getting like halfway through this song, and I'm kind of like, this this song isn't too too bad. And then I look over at my daughter, and she's like, she's kind of jamming to it. And then she looks over at me, and she's like, Dad, I I might <laughs> like this. What? Oh 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 God! I, I I think I might like this, Dad. And I'm like, it's okay, it's okay. We'll you know if you will hash it all out in therapy later in life it's it's going to be fine um but and then there are off obviously classic songs from this that um have 
that are like timeless and have are lived outside of the musical. Um, so the music for the most part, pretty good performances by individual performers. Hit or miss hit or miss. Yeah. I'll say, uh, I will, I will say the only song that has any, has any right being considered good is, is the, the memory song, memory. whatever, whatever, yeah, memory. That that is that is that is the only song in this entire uh, movie or or stage production that is like this was a good song. Uh, it's it's a it's a ballad, and like I get I get emotions from it. Every other song is like somebody in a a a, a freshman year high school poetry class. I was like, I want to write a song. Uh, here, here are the words. Uh, you know how many times can we say pub or cat? They sell, they say jellical, no shit, like two hundred and some, like two hundred thirty <laughs> times. Like, like it's in the IMDb trivia. It's it's over it's over two hundred and twenty times. They they say jellical. Um, I, I had it, to Google what a jellical cat was because that yeah, was a that was a a term I had never heard of before starting this film. Well, I, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't want, I don't, uh, I could, we could talk shit about this movie as for forever, forever in a day. Um, We've got but, time, but I, I but I'll, 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 I'll switch it from, I don't, the, the memory is good. The lyrics for everything else is just very, very like, come on, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, but Jellicle, the heavy side layer, all this type of stuff uh, what is a jellicle cat? That's the first thing me and Brett looked up. Uh, this whole this whole thing is based off of T. S. Eliot book, right? right. Um, and, and and so taking that in these very disparate stories and uh, about cats and, and, and turning it into a play, like okay, I can I can see that. I'm a fan of David Lynch, so I can I can stand weird shit. Sure. Um. It, but yeah, it's 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 weird. It's weird doing. It. Oh, it's almost like a Naked Lunch, which is a uh, an Edgar, not uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs. No, uh, damn it, uh, weird a, a weird a weird writer. Um, David Cronenberg did did his film, I think. William S. Burroughs. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, a very 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 weird movie. A very weird book that has no is. It's very kind of formless. He wrote it when he's all jacked up on, on hash, right? I can I can stand weird weird things, uh, and I, I'm always interested to see how folks uh, are are able to, you know, translate that into some kind of performance or, or narrative. But T. S. Eliot, T. S. Eliot, what are you gonna uh, What are you gonna do? So in the end, what do we take away? What do we what do what do we what have we learned how how do we grow from this from this experience uh because there are numerous people that i i follow on on the social internet who fell in love with this movie went numerous times to the theaters in groups um sort of just to just to to, to bathe themselves in the whatever it is that 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 this this film provides um so i guess other than you know dropping jellical cat lyrics to to your brother um i don't know what else do you take away is it is it a i i don't want to know if you liked it did you like it did you i mean will you ever watch this again like do you recommend it like what do you if 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 you are if you are a musical theater student like your daughter then you know i recommend it in that in that way uh, if if i want to troll somebody and i want to laugh at their discomfort for at least a song or two then then uh, yeah I, I i definitely recommend it uh because jellicles can and jellicles do uh <laughs> jellicles do and jellicles can uh can you see in the dark can you look at a king would you sit on his throne can you save your bite that it's worse than your bark are you cock of the walk when you're walking alone when you fall on your head do you land on your feet look 
because jellicles can and jellicles do <laughs> jellicles do and jellicles can it's just it's just it's just it's just very weird look if you're going to go into this movie just know if you didn't understand the life of a jellicle cat you're just bare bare bones here's what the plot is we didn't talk about plot because it's very very there's it's like non-existent basically but what it is is it's it's two hours of being introduced to different types of cats and then uh, periodically uh the evil cat mccavity who played played by idris elba uh makes cats disappear in, in um, his best role ever <laughs> best role best role ever luther no uh you know uh, from the wire no N- none of that mccavity uh and introduced to new, new cats and then at the very end of it there's like some kind of cat heaven called the heavy side layer that that every year the the old Deuteronomy played by Judy Dench picks which cat goes to cat heaven. Uh, and then, then it, she flies away in a blimp. Uh, the, the <laughs> Are Jellicle cats in cat purgatory? Is that what this is? No, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think, think it's that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just tried real hard to make sense of it. And it, <laughs> and I think I got a cramp. This is, this is cat lost. <laughs> cat lost yeah the 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 you talk about uh judy dench and she that song she sings at the end uh the addressing of cats that song was weird because she breaks the fourth wall for starters and i was uh-huh. like oh gosh she's looking into my soul but then there's these lines so first your memory i'll jog and say a cat is not a dog was this an issue? Was this an underlying issue that we were supposed to be dealing with? <laughs> I saw no dogs the entire movie. Not once. We heard we heard a dog. Yeah, didn't we see did. a dog. Didn't see it. I heard a dog once. Um, yeah, a cat is not a dog. Uh, and I and I think thank you. Old I'm a dog person, and this movie, Cats, is not a dog. So um, I don't know. I I I want to I want to I want I want to finish I want to finish up with a with a final thought uh, for Cats, and, and we'll, we'll move on. I was I was walking my dog uh, with with Chelsea and, and and my kid to go get them get, get the mail, and we have to walk half a block or whatever to the mailbox to get get the mail. And as as we're walking around the corner of the street. I look, there's a, a two-story house there in front of us. And in the second-story window, there's a white cat that's just staring at me. And, and this is this is basically like 20 minutes after we watched Cats. And I was like, Veronica, it's you. Jellicles can and Jellicles do, because Jellicles do. And it was just like, it, it just eyeballed me as we walked around the corner. It's because you were like, not properly addressing the cat. You didn't take to heart the, that, the proper protocols for addressing that, that, a cat. That's right. Because it, it, it may very, very well have been Rum Tum Tugger. He's a curious cat. A curious cat. All right. All right. That's enough. If, <laughs> if you have HBO Max, you can watch every blockbuster movie for the next year or you can watch Cats. Um, all right. Moving on in a hard segue to a Netflix limited series that has been topping the charts. And I watched this a couple of weeks ago. I really got into it. I probably would have binge watched the whole thing uh, during my own quarantine. If, uh, if it hadn't been for my family being like, no, let's watch it together when, when you're done. Uh, Here comes, here comes that, uh second hairball but of course we're talking about the queen's gambit um yeah so this is again based on a novel uh not by t.s Eliot. um but this is this is a this is a a show that i had to do a quick like is this based on a true story no okay shift shift my expectations about what i'm actually Uh. watching um but this is a a period drama about a young girl who is an orphan who learns how to play chess in the orphanage, has a natural gift for chess, and how her life, um, how she kind of finds herself in chess um, while also being in a world of 
being adopted and having substance abuse problems and being obsessed with competitive chess. Figured you'd be really into this concept, Brandon, mostly because of the chess aspect. Um, mostly because of the drugs. <laughs> mostly because of the the <laughs> tranquilizers and the the red-haired wigs. Um but uh, yeah, no, I I thought this show was great. Uh, I watched the whole thing, and uh, yeah, what what are your early impressions? Because I know you didn't finish the show, Brandon, even though you had weeks to watch it. Um, what are your thoughts so far uh, after watching a little bit of Queen's Gambit? Well, I I, I first I first want to uh, shout out to Sizemore who said period drama. Spoiler alert! <laughs> uh, actually actually a a note in the show yeah absolutely so so good point <laughs> um <laughs> yeah i hate period drama just leave the house for a week oh Ooh, you can't shush. can't say that oh was that shush shush <laughs> oh no oh. be right back somebody's calling me <laughs> that's that's the period police <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm back. Great. I'm back. Welcome back. Welcome that's, back. That's what I get for keeping an echo in my podcast room. Uh, lesson <laughs> learned, guys. Less, lesson learned. Uh, okay. 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 You, so you you watched you watched the whole thing already? Or you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're no, I've, yeah, I okay. watched the whole thing. Okay. 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 Which I think um, it's like seven, seven or eight episodes. So. Yeah, I think I think I think it's eight episodes. It it, it took me a while. We we t- we talked about this. We talked about watching this show for this episode of this this podcast, and and so I had I had every intent on on watching it. You know, all all week all week long. Uh, I was I was working at at work uh, this last week. I was in teleworking. So I by the time I got home, I was just exhausted. And then D and D roll around. So I didn't have time until yesterday to to start watching it. And and throughout the course of the week, I I had said to Chelsea like. You you want to watch this show? We gotta we gotta we gotta watch Cats first, but we also have to watch uh, Queen Queen's Gambit. Uh, and she's like, ah, I don't know, I don't I don't really want to watch a, a a show about like I get it. She's a girl. She's gonna try to do things better than men, and uh, men are gonna treat her like shit. And like I don't really I don't want to I don't want to see that uh, in 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 my fiction right now, uh, let alone my real world. I said, "Shut up! Make me dinner." <laughs> Let me tell uh, you how to think. <laughs> Look, as long as you know you can't do things better than me, then we're good. Uh, but she, and, you know, she's always humans. said, "Like she's always said, yeah. If if you recommend a show, then chances are I'll, I'll end up liking it." Uh, so yesterday, Sunday, I I'm like, "Let's just watch an episode. We'll watch an ep- watch an episode. See how you like it, and then." If you don't want to watch it, then we won't won't watch anymore. We watched an episode yesterday. Um, she she it, it was okay. I I wasn't too super into it that that first episode. Uh, and then this morning I woke up and I was up for a little bit, and then I started. I'm like, okay, I got to watch some more episodes. So I started playing it, and then uh, no shit. Like a minute later, Chelsea walks out of the bedroom. She's like, "You're watching that without me? What the hell?" I'm like, oh well, I didn't think you want to watch it. It's like it. She's like, oh, no, it's fine. Just go ahead. I'll I'll catch up on it later. Like, no, it's it's a minute in. She's like, okay, well, let me sit down. And so then we watched <laughs> that second episode. And then uh, we we may have watched the third. No, maybe we just we just watched the the two. Wait, uh, sh- did she go to? Does she get adopted in the second one? So she gets. Yeah, she gets adopted in the second one um yeah, yeah that that's yeah. that's 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 the that uh, we we watched we watched that one uh which and, the first episode like feels like a lot going on it it i don't know it's the the main actress that plays beth Harmon. that's the name of the main character uh anya taylor joy uh she's like not she's like almost not in the entire episode because it all takes place when when beth is much younger and is just learning how to play chess. Um, and then in the second episode, she gets adopted rather quickly. And then the story takes takes off from there. Um, 
I it this wasn't a show that I fully expected to be like, yes, absolutely. I'm super into it. But for for some reason, I don't know, I was I was just really drawn in. Maybe it's because I was by myself for two weeks. And so <laughs> I was just like, yes, all right, this is this is this is uh this is really interesting. Chess has always fascinated me from a pretty young age when when I learned how to play. So and I'm not great at it, which we'll discover in the post show when when Brandon plays chess live on Twitch against me and just wipes, not, wipes, not, uh, he's gonna wipe the floor with me, guys. So, so stick good. around. Stick around. I'm not that good. Um but yeah, and just the chess that's played at a high level really fascinates me. And so that's that's what I was really looking forward to in in this show was seeing sort of that, you know, early 60s, 70s chess community see like what what that would look like, how that would play out. And you're not quite there yet. She's still kind of working the local circuits um, in 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 the episode, the first couple episodes. But yeah. as as yeah. it goes, you you see how chess really um kind of makes a life for her and then also how <laughs> Brandon's messing with his backgrounds to try and find the right <laughs> the right depiction of the queen's gambit behind him and that none of them are really working um just find like generic there you go back to taylor <laughs> swift the cat um but the whole thing with like getting hooked on tranquilizers her her reliance on these tranquilizer pills to get into the right headspace to think about chess and how that develops like a substance abuse problem later on, which isn't just pills, but also happens with alcohol and all sorts of other things. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot in this show and my, not a lot in my voice apparently. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I will I will say the first episode, I I, w- I was I was interested in it in in you know you you looked ahead of time to see if it was based on a true story or or not. I I think had I known that I, I think my my mind would have been opened more more to it. Um, not not that it would have been not opened if it was was based on a true story. I I, I think I just there there wouldn't be that that question that like mental block that was was driving a wedge into my attention like oh is is based on a true story okay cool like now i wonder about the real person or okay i i know this is not real of course no woman is that good at chess you know that type of thing <laughs> um so then the going into going into the second episode i i i started to appreciate it more in 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 getting in with showing a lot more of the the chess type stuff and even then i still didn't know that it was uh was still was based on a novel and not a, a real story mm-hmm. and uh so some of the interactions i was like i was i was i was hesitant about it uh, i i do i do enjoy it so far um but i'm not like i'm not enthralled by it I guess no. I'm kind of like I'm kind of like the 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 men who lose lose to her uh, th- in the episodes where and 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 Chelsea said this she's like why why do people get so pissed off when they lose at chess and she's like oh it's probably because they're like they're 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 thinking really hard and to to lose at chess you're basically like someone smarter than you yeah. And yeah. watch or, and, or knows the game better, but yeah, typically is smarter, can see cause because that's the thing that especially as the show goes on and she's playing against, you know, world ranked like chess masters and all this stuff. The thought that like when you play at that level and you've played so much chess, the idea that like you can get the upper hand on someone else with the same 16 pieces and you know it's just i don't know it's it that that sort of stuff is is fascinating to me um i did read a brief article i feel bad i don't i i don't have the reference for it right now but uh somebody was talking about how the one thing that's missing from the 
the TV adaptation of Queen's Gambit is the fact that Beth Harmon is too attractive. Um, and, and this kind of gets into uh, Matt's question in the chat about whether or not uh, she's incredibly attractive or is about to attack Ripley. Um, so I, I think she's, and especially in the later episodes, uh, she looks very attractive once her bangs like figure their situation out her her <laughs> once she grows out of the orphanage haircut like i i think i think i think we're i think we're on a good pace here but in the in the novel she is not an attractive person she is and and it is called out explicitly apparently that she is not a good looking person in the book and the fact that she's able to find this uh, acclaim and fame and wealth and um and and do so many great things uh and it's not based on her looks it's not tied to what she looks like but it is about her ability to play chess and and outthink these people and and you know just be better than them and not have to have it be anything about what she looks like um it that that was really a struggle for for the person writing that article and i thought that was interesting to me that i mean obviously it's a it's an age old issue where you have books with ugly people in them that then get played by beautiful people in hollywood and you're like well that person's way more attractive than they're supposed to be in the book um so yeah. I, I think that is another case of 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 maybe that happening um, yeah, like uh, for example, Stephen King's Christine uh, Arnie is 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 a is just a really really ugly kid in that in that book, and I, I'm I'm speaking to you as if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> but in Christine, the the book where the, there's a car that kills people, uh, there's this kid named Arnie. He's like a, he's a nerd. He's an outcast, uh, super pimply, acneed faced. Uh, ugly kid uh and as he as he bonds with christine as he's building up the car he's making the car better he too is becoming better and his face is clearing up and all that type of stuff uh to where to to eventually like he is an attractive young man uh and the car is killing people um in the movie version he's he's not like that um he's just he doesn't he doesn't have that 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 change over the course of it's just an example it's just an, i'm just yeah, i'm just using exactly. literary exactly. examples yes know. yes absolutely anyway well, uh, the the point is i don't like feeling stupid and so i don't want to watch people who are smarter than me which is everybody <laughs> i i will say brandon i know you're only a couple episodes in i i hope you will keep watching it there are uh, some great moments in this movie or the show um of people coming together and like the team aspects of chess and how people like different people who are really good at chess work together to try and uh you know build each other up um and and they talk about how the the russians the russian players work as a team and they they talk about games after they happen or talk about games while they're happening like if they if they have to take a break between days or something and uh and and help each other out and and how americans they that's just not part of who americans are with ch with chess right and uh and there's there's scenes later on where that ends up happening and um i don't know in, in the end i i plowed through this show i absolutely absolutely loved it i i hope you'll you'll keep watching it um if if anyone else hasn't seen it doesn't know what we're talking about uh and you have a netflix account even though the prices just went up again, like last month. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, check it out. Go check out Queen's Gambit. I, I definitely recommend it. I thought it was great. Um, and this is another one of those movies that uh, having like a teenager now, like she's, she's liking these types of shows too. And it's like, man, it's like having another person with like similar tastes to bounce ideas off of. It's, it's weird. It's, it's cool. Yeah. I don't know. My 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 question about the 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 show is is, is is not just about the show, but about real life. Are all tranquilizers uh, green pills? Are they all? Are they all? Yeah, they they have to be. They ha they have uh, to be. Other otherwise, you won't recognize them on camera. <laughs> yeah, it's a rule. 
yeah it's it's, so. it's, a, it's a rule that, that's that was the only thing that was like that the, like one of those, the very very small things that that that, that you latch on to that like the minute detail it's, it's frivolous it shouldn't bother you yeah. like I'll, also in and i think this happens in the first episode so the, the, the spoiler warning uh sorry when she's grabbing like handfuls of pills and like gobbling those down i'm like this chick's gonna die she is gonna <laughs> die in the first episode there's no way she's gonna be fine after that and uh, and then uh, it turns out to not be based on a true story. So she's yeah. fine. She's, she's fine. And she she's, grows up. She she's with fine. Just a mild sedative addiction. And I don't I don't know how how quickly those things work. You know that's that's the, that's the other question. Like one time I took a handful of of uh, Tylenol PMs. In like a it, handful, it, I don't want to ever hear you taking a handful of any pill. And and it and it, and it took it it took about you know ten fifteen minutes for for a handful to work. My let alone, goodness. Let alone, <laughs> my goodness, uh, la- ladies and gentlemen, um, you know, use your pills responsibly, uh, and also check out Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Check out Cats on HBO Max, as well as every other WB movie in 2021 on HBO Max. <laughs> um, that is going to do it for this episode. If you are listening to the audio version of this podcast, thank you so much for downloading. Thank you for checking it out. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can rate and review this podcast. That would be amazing. Uh, or, or just share the podcast with, uh, you know, people that someone you love, you're, someone you love, someone you love, share it on your social media. Thank you guys so much for doing that. Uh, if you're on YouTube, thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, yeah. Let us know what you guys think about this episode. Drop a comment. And then if you're watching on Twitch, stick around because we are going to go right into our post show, uh, and do some live Brandon versus Travis online chess <laughs> for your viewing enjoyment. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, and we should be able to knock out one more of these uh, before the holiday season is complete. So, um, yeah, hope you ha- have a great December and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Until next time, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. And toodaloo. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in store and on Menards.com. Save big